Welcome to the Zanbergen Report, where wealth strategies and pop culture collide, featuring your distinguished host and certified financial planner, Bart Zandbergen. Welcome to our show of dream chasers and wealth makers. We are thrilled to be back in the studio today with a new episode of the Zanbergen Report. I'm proud to bring in the movers, shakers, and difference makers who are passionate about sharing what they have learned and what you need to know today. And in studio today with me is my business partner, Letitia Burbaum. Letitia, thanks for joining me today. Such a fun treat to be back in studio live. Thank you. It's been a while, right? Yeah, so fun. Yeah, and you're actually in studio. I know. <laughs> That's an accomplishment right there. Exactly. So today's topic uh, is something that uh, maybe many of you have been thinking about. It's, of course, you can't miss it on the news. And it's things that Tish and I talk about pretty much every day for the last couple of months. And that's really market volatility and uh, what that really means and how we're handling it. Um, so Tish, you wanna, do you want to add a comment or two? Well, I think the end of the day, we talk about this with clients all the time. So I think if we just go ahead and get started with, you know, what, what keeps yeah. you up at night? I think that's the the nerves that everyone has, and some of the things that we talk are just big picture things overall. I mean, we can talk about that. We start there. Yeah, that's a great idea. And I was thinking on the drive here between the two of us, we have over forty years of experience in this business. So uh, between the two of us, we've been through a few of these. Yeah. And a couple of things that uh, I know that that I feel that you know we've learned through this is these are just kind of more of the basics before we get into our five points is really the best thing to do um, during this time is, you know, one, stick to the plan. Right. Right. We all, everyone has a plan until, you know, everything breaks loose and then they forget about the plan. So before you go into greater detail on that, I'm just going to say, I use the analogy all the time in client meetings is if we're going from on an airplane ride from California to New York, when it gets bumpy like this, do not pull the emergency exit and jump out of the plane. So this is Bart's idea of sticking to the plan. plan. We're getting you to New York. Whatever your plan is, you're New York. So the jumping out of the plane probably flows really nicely into my second point is not get emotional. (laughs) So put your your oxygen mask on first. That's right, right. And then, of course, what we do is we look at the opportunity. Right. You know, we talked about earlier, and this was a lesson we were sh- sharing with our with my young daughter the other day. Is you know many situations have good luck, bad luck. Yeah. Right. So something happens that appears at the time to be bad luck, but in the long term was good luck. So if we use that analogy, if you would say, um, these are buying opportunities. And. That being said, these buying opportunities for those shoppers out there, I look at it as, I don't know how many of you shop at Nordstrom's, but I'm a big fan. And as a Nordstrom shopper goes, is they have their half annual sales. And we all know that's (laughs) like their new clothing, the new merchandise, but it all goes on sale at that point. So you get a sneak peek of all the great new clothes. You can buy it on sale and then literally the next week it's full price. And that's kind of what you're right. we're talking about, the potential of buying opportunities. We're going to get hashtag Nordstrom's and you're probably going to get like a little coupon. I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm a, I'll be okay with that. <laughs> and, you know, the other thing we've been sharing with the clients is obviously kind of goes along with the first three is just, you know, trust the process. Yeah. Right? Again, we've been through this. Um, diversification is a big deal right now. We'll yes. talk about that, but yep. have some faith in uh, 
that's going to be one of the points as we go down. Yeah, agreed. So that was kind of a real high level, but I think it's worth noting too that, yes, I mean, it's very difficult. It's challenging during these hard times, but also recognize that uh, according to Morningstar, the worst 20 year period, um, the worst 20 year period per year return ending May 1979 was a 6.4% per year. I mean, I'll take it. Right? Yeah. I mean, well, we, we agree we're not going to get into a lot of numbers today, but that's that, that's worth noting because right. many people look at their, maybe look at their statement like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, and part of it is patience, part of it's trust like we talked about, part of it's right diversification, which we'll talk more about. But I think that's that's a, a valid point and something to, to, you know, think about. Yeah, agreed. Okay. And in preparation for this, I went through and for our <laughs> our very recent, all of our client calls, I went through old notes, again, not our first rodeo. Yeah. And I found five points that I think are very uh, pertinent yeah. and relevant during market volatility. And the first one is watching from the sidelines might cost you. Okay, explain that. So what do I mean by that? Yeah. All right. So we, not many, not our clients at least, but I've people. You might might be at a dinner party and they're talking about what's going on. Oh my gosh, I'm going to move all the cash. All the cash. All the cash. Who hasn't heard that? We've all heard that. Right. So here's the problem there. We all know there's a couple of problems. One, okay, you go out. Yeah. Right. Right. So then what's the next decision? Well, when do you get back in? When do you get back in? Right. Do you get back in when the market regains 10%, 20%, 30% and then lose all that return? Yeah. So is that opportunity? Right. Right. What happens with interest rates during that time? Exactly. And we've talked a lot about this. The value of a crystal ball today. I really want one. Would be amazing. Yeah. I think the kids were onto something with that eight ball. (laughs) There's just no validity to it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but since we don't have one, yeah. and nor does one that really works um, in existence, so it, it's trusting the process, knowing that 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 things over time, yeah, and trying to decide when to get back in is just a fool's game. Do you have a fact or a statistic or some type of data that you can provide our audience? Sometimes people just need a little nugget on that. Yeah, and so those are probably the last numbers or facts we go through. But if we use the most recent year in, which is December 31st, and go for the last 20 years. Now think about the last 20 years. We've had the- Most of my life. um, Just kidding. No, that was really rude. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you gotta go there? So the last 20 years, we saw the financial crisis. Right. We saw the tech uh, bubble, if you will, yeah. um, and then a couple of other smaller recessions in between. And those were significant. 08, 09 was probably one of the worst recessions we've everyone seen in our lives. Everyone remembers that. Yeah. Uh, not everyone remembers a tech bubble if you're not old enough. But anyway, these were some rough times. So if you stayed fully invested yeah. during that time period, um, highs, lows, you would have averaged in the S&P 500 and as referenced by the- And again, we're not talking about diversification, just right. S&P. Just straight S&P 500. Okay, and the last one was more diversification. Go Correct. Ahead. You, uh, the uh, average annual return would be 9.52%. Great. Again, take that all day, right? Yeah, get your mask on and then get to your destination. Now, if you missed the 10 best days, so you made a decision to go to cash. Yeah. 
And during that 20 years, you missed 10 of the best days. And we both know that those days come and it could be several hundred Uh thousand points and then we don't see anything for a while. So consider missing 10 of those. What do you think your 9.52% goes to by missing that? Oh, man. 5%. Pretty good, 5.34. Oh, that was good. Not but bad, right? I would rather get the, the 9.52. Exactly. So Stay what do I have to do? Invested. Stay fully invested. <laughs> the takeaway right. is don't only go, don't be drastic, jump out of the plane and go to cash, right? right? You're staying in, invested right. in making shifts along the way. And so as not to drag this out, if you miss the 20 best days, your return goes to 2.64. Oh, geez. If you, go to, if you miss the 30 best days, it goes to point. Four, four. And why be even invested if you're going to be? It gets better. Oh, no. If you miss the 40 best days, it's a negative 1.52. Sounds awful. Okay, now I know how good you are in math. What's 40 days divided by 20 no. years? No. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. You would have to have a batting average of about um, 995. Yeah, batting average 995. That's how good you would have to be wow. to not... Uh, miss the 40 best days. So the next time someone gives me stock advice in a grocery line, I know I need to ev- like stick to the plan with my advisor. And if I don't have an advisor, connect with advisor and make sure that the risk tolerance is set for my risk and I'm connected. And so I'm not going to be watching from the sidelines exactly. personally. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Good note. Okay, what else? What, what, okay, what's your what next? I do need to. I have to just for compliance purposes. That's from a 2022 study by the Ned Davis Research Group. Okay, no more facts. We're good. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So what's the next point? Point Art? number two, and this is something you like to talk about with clients a lot too. Dollar cost averaging makes it easier to cope with volatility. Oh, I like that. You're right. Tell everybody what dollar cost averaging is. Okay, so I'm going to use a, a retirement example. Perfect. So say you're working for an employer and you are you want to contribute to your 401k plan. Well, you get paid every two weeks with that employer. So every two weeks you're contributing X dollar amount into your 401k plan. Well, what that means is some days I'm buying in when the price of that fund or stock and it goes down and sometimes I'm buying and the price has gone up. So over time it averages out. So that's an example of dollar cost averaging, contributing into your 401k over an entire year um, every two weeks. Exactly, yeah, obviously exactly right. And so you've taken the emotion out, yep. it's systematic, yep. and some higher, some lower. Correct. Um, time has shown that that sort of investing yeah. um, is is uh, does a better return often than just trying to right. go in on an infrequent time. Can have better return. Can, yeah. Can, can, can. Compliance is happy with that statement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I will tell you one of the, I'm not going to over-exaggerate, say the happiest day of my life, but it was the happiest part of my day was a couple of weeks ago where I was talking to someone at the gym. He's a new client of ours, by the way, that just came in. And he was so excited. He goes, I love this market volatility. I'm putting money in my 401k and I'm buying at these lower prices. Yeah. Like, yes, someone understands. Yeah, it's (laughs) so great, so great. And I have to say, there's been, um, last year is a good example. Um, We had had a client that 
deposited funds in the beginning of the year, like January, and they wanted to go all in. And we said, you know, let's do dollar cost averaging. But I don't know if you guys remember March of 2020 that everything dropped back down. And if we had vested all of it all at once, it would have dropped all the way down at that point in time. Right. So the value of dollar cost averaging saved that client a lot. Right. So that's one example. Yeah, you bring up an excellent point for those listeners who may have cash today. Great opportunity. Yeah. Not to go in all at once, take some time, yeah. six months, 12 months, whatever your comfort level is. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. I think we we definitely have been able to cover dollar cost averaging. Bart, what is point number three? All right. Uh, could be a good time or even a great time to reevaluate your risk tolerance. Oh, I love that. Because what have we seen with clients over the up until March of 2020? What have we seen with their risk profile? Not that they, their profile has changed, but their appetite. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone wants to make money. So if someone's making X percent return, we need to get more risky, more risky. That's well, right. it doesn't match your risk profile. Right. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. And those same people are now like, can we? Holding their breath. I want to re-talk <laughs> about risk. No, I, but you are right. So one thing that we do, and we take this very seriously, is every single client out there is very unique and so you know like if you're talking to one of your buddies and they're like oh i did x return well at the end of the day you and your buddy's situation is very different and your risk tolerance is very different you have different things going on in your life your journey to your new york destination could be completely different and so understanding that journey is important for you to be able to convey with your advisor and making sure that you're checking in on that like our programs and our software run very detailed scenarios and saying, okay, what does your risk look like? And are we matching you to the right allocation to meet your objectives and your needs? So we're right. touching base with clients all the time. And I feel like we can probably don't stress that enough, but it's just part of our everyday of what we do. Right. And to use your analogy, we you don't want your trip to New York to end up in Florida. No, definitely, <laughs> definitely not. Get a wrong term. No, because then they're going to tell us they're going to live in our front yard, <laughs> <laughs> camping. Yep, that's right. Okay, number four: tune out the noise and gain a longer-term perspective. What does noise. that mean? Uh, Fox News, oh, CNBC, yeah. Oh, yeah. CNN. Everyone's and opinions are important. Correct. And how do they make, I'm not trying to rip on the news channels, but maybe I am they a little bit. They sell, they have they to have, fear. yeah, they have to. That's what gets people That's hooked right. in. They got to turn on the channel. They want to buy their subscription to their news right. article, their subscription to their channel. Absolutely. Yeah. No one is as interested when everything is rosy and yeah. it's just not the same perspective. So and it, I'm a big fan. So I am going to say this is we push out our own newsletter. I'm not an advocate of you having to subscribe to our newsletter. But the important thing that I always say is you need to understand the investment philosophy of the advisor that's managing your money. That's the person you need to listen to because they're making the shifts and changes on your portfolio and your behalf or with you. You need to know what they're doing. You need to ask them. If you don't know, pick up the phone and ask because that is super important because all this other stuff like you just said on the news, it, in, depending on what channel you you listen to, it can be completely yeah. different. But you need to understand fundamentally what's going on and if you're on track with that. I mean, right. to me, that's how I hear noise, all of this other stuff. Right. And news has become, you know, years and years and years ago was the 
you know, five o'clock p.m. news and the eleven o'clock p.m. Now it's it's twenty four hours a day, not only yeah. on news but on internet, streaming on social media. I mean, everything. Right. Yeah, so, their own spin on it. And you know what's related to that as well is you know you and I talk about our clients' family index, right, or the oh, sleep at night factor. Absolutely. What return? What return do you need? And that's yeah. a product of our financial plan in order right. to meet your goals and that's objectives. Right. And then secondly. What's your sleep at night? You know, how much risk can you really take? Yeah. And if, if we don't do either of those or both of those, I don't think it's worthwhile, right? Yeah. Because you're shooting for, for returns that you don't really need, taking on risks that you don't need. Yeah. And if you're constantly stressed out. Right. Your portfolio. Yeah. You need, a, you need a more conservative allocation. Yeah. Or, or making sure that it's fitting your destination, your, you know, your New York. So another example is, Say I want to buy another property or buy a home and that might have a shorter duration than retirement goals. Well, those have different objectives. Maybe you're not all of your pot of gold is in one um, investment allocation. And knowing that and working with a team to help you figure that out is super important as well. Yeah, totally agreed. All right, number five. Okay. I like this one. Okay. Believe your beliefs and doubt your doubts. Oh, explain that. <laughs> so what, hap- uh, what I think has happened, what I've seen over the years is everyone has a belief system. Yeah. And everyone has doubts, right? Yeah. Things start to get crazy. And then lines all get of a blurred. Sudden, yeah, lines get blurred. And all of a sudden, I don't know if I believe, you start to believe then, well, my doubts. You don't stick to the plan. Yeah. And now your doubts start to raise up, raise up. You get emotional and now right. you start believing your doubts instead of your beliefs. Yeah. So that goes back to how we kind of started the conversation is, you know, have a plan. Yeah. Stick to the plan. Right. Things are going to happen. Volatility is part of this, yeah. this world, is part of yeah. this game. It's part of how we make money, take advantage of it, um, and try to keep the emotions out. Yeah, I agree. I couldn't agree more. So, um, what else do you want to add to our wonderful list? I think that's great. I mean, I think if we re we relook at all of these five, I think it all goes back to emotions and how you're feeling about your portfolio. And I think if when whenever you're in doubt, contact your advisor. If you don't have an advisor, you know how to find us. And if not, you're listening. You need to know how to find us. <laughs> But at the end of the day, that's absolutely it. And so if you just don't understand, and I hear this all the time, if you just, if you're a successful business owner and you're like, hey, I I run an amazing company. I actually have no idea about my own finances. I actually hear that often. It's very. And at the end of the day, like, don't worry about coming to someone like us and we will help guide you. I don't change the oil in my own car like because I don't know how to do that and I'm okay with that so we work with people that will help guide us so if you are we talk about it all the time like what keeps you up at night but really truly like we deal with very serious emotional um, matter and people work really really hard to build their net worth and our job is to keep it and to grow it and to protect it and to secure it and all of the things you can add to it but that is a lot of hard work behind the scenes. But at the end of the day, 
you have to have great communication with your advisor or whoever is guiding you along the ways. Right. Is, and I and you know me, I'm never like a big person to be like, you need to work with your advisor. And I keep on saying that during this this um, podcast. But I think at the end of the day is that could be your peace of mind is just talking to someone that you trust. Right, right. And I think that also kind of plays into the, you know, we kidded about or joked about the crystal ball and and it just doesn't exist. And right. people who are projecting this will happen or that will happen, it, it they can't, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you've heard me say this a few times. Um, some will get it right once, some will get it right twice. <laughs> but um, what is it? Even a stopped clock right. is right twice a day. So, um, and we're in a very interesting situation. You know, many of our clients that, have asked what, you know, how did this work out last time? Well, yeah. there is no last time. Yeah, the environment that we're in right now. Yes, there's market it's coming volatility. Up actually, on a lot of calls. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, there's um, were the results of quantitative easing, yeah. ten plus year bull market, right. rising, fast rising inflation, and fast rising interest rate. Yeah. That combination hasn't existed before, so right. no one knows what's going to happen. And it, I think it goes back to Good having planning. a plan having a good advisor. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we haven't, we mentioned it, but we haven't talked much about it, diversification. Right. So, I think we have alluded to it a few times in our, right. our um, conversation, but I think that you're right, diversification. Because there's, while everyone refers to the market, which they're typically referring either, well, typically the S&P 500, but there's an international index, there's a tech index, there's right. the Dow Jones, so yeah. any combination of those. But there's many more things than than equities, and we've talked about that before. Bonds, right. which you know we'll, we're going to talk about on the next show, that has struggled a little bit this year. Uh, but there's commodities and there's real estate that you know, and our portfolios have done pretty well. So it's just really a matter of yeah having the right diversification for your family index and sleep at night index. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. I think with that. Uh, we want to thank everyone who has tuned in. If you have any questions uh, about what we've spoken about, you can reach us at uh, through our um, Instagram um, or our uh, Facebook. And if not, we look forward to being back in the studio again next week. Cheers. Bye, everyone. Tune in next week for the latest edition of the Zanbergen Report, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Catch up on our recent shows by visiting podcast.bartzanbergen.com. The Zanbergen Report is also available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Interested in being a featured guest on our show or have a question you'd like to hear us answer? Email podcast at bartzanbergen.com. The contents of this podcast episode do not constitute an offer of securities or a solicitation of an offer to buy securities and may not be relied upon in making an investment decision related to any investment offering Access Wealth Management LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Access does not warrant the accuracy or completeness of the information contained herein. Opinions are our current opinions and are subject to change without notice. Prices, quotes, rates are subject to change without notice. Generally, investments are not FDIC insured, not bank guaranteed and may lose value.